You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, happy Monday the 15th of February to you. Another Monday, another start of the week. That it is. Good morning to you, Bayside, Greater Bayside. Hope you are doing well. What's happening? Not much, really. What is there to do at the moment, really? What is there to do? There's a lot happening. There's it is. always a lot happening. True. In the world of news, yes. In the world of KP, not so much. We've always got you covered in our weekend wrap, which is coming up shortly, right after our breakfast banger, which always Ooh. happens at this time on a Monday morning. I feel like we need a really strong one this morning, guys. Oh, we'll see what it is then, shall right, we? Let's do it, mate. Let's get into it. Five minutes past seven. Here on your Monday morning, Carl and Catherine. Time to get into this. Oh, yeah. A little thing we like to call the weekend wrap, where we wrap up what's happened across the last 48 hours. There's been a little bit happening. A little bit happening. More exposure sites have been identified across the city, including the Queen Victoria Market and various different trams. For more information, the DHHS have released more, so head to their website and you can see those extra exposure sites that have been added. Absolutely. No, definitely keep your eyes on that site, guys. In some positive news, though, it's just broken in the last 20 minutes. Harry and Meghan are expecting baby number two, announcing this morning that baby Archie is going to be a big brother. Well, will they call the next one Sugar? Because the Archies had a song, Sugar, Sugar. Let's go to the next part of the bulletin, shall we? All right. The UK have reached a milestone. Speaking of news from the UK, more news. 15 million people have received the coronavirus vaccine. That's a massive milestone. One of the only, I think the only country in the world that has successfully reached that milestone. So congrats to our mates over in the UK. Absolutely. Um, Ash Barty is into round four of the Australian Open. And according to producer Jack, as you know, I'm as shocked as everybody else that I'm actually doing sports news. She's also the last Aussie standing in the Oz Open. Yes, but not in doubles because Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi yes. Kokonakis flying the flag very well in the double. So good on them. And also in the world of accessories, those earrings, amazing. Yeah. Bit of a standout, isn't it? I reckon that could be a new feature for you, Bianco. No, thanks. I wouldn't go there. In other news, New Zealand, particularly the Auckland area, have gone into a strict three-day lockdown after three new coronavirus cases were revealed. Yes. What strain of the virus has yet to be identified in New Zealand, but that'll come out in the coming hours, that's for sure. Absolutely. And also, just to round it all up, guys, we would be neglecting something over the weekend if we didn't mention the fact that it was Valentine's Day yesterday. Everyone celebrated a little bit differently. I saw a lot of couples just having a nice little meal at home, so very different circumstances, but I hope everyone who celebrates Valentine's Day had a good day. Can't relate. And in some other news, I hate to be bringing some entertainment to the table, but... I'm so proud of you. Look For those you. people that keep an eye on a particular show that happens in a particular network which might involve romance, yes, that network has revealed who is playing the role of The Bachelor for this year. And it's not somebody that you think. I don't know if you've heard this news. No, but please tell me. All will come out this week, apparently. Oh, You heard gosh. it here first? No, you didn't. Went- it's out there. <laughs> Well, I've heard it here first. I've heard rumours. I have a feeling I know who it is, but I It's don't. not who you think. They're doing a Matt Agnew. They're bringing back somebody that... Well, they're not bringing back somebody. Thank they're bringing you. somebody you've never heard from before. I'm, okay, that excites me. That's the weekend wrap.
There's no need to go into what we did on the weekend because really, if we're being honest, it wasn't much. Well, you know it's a good weekend rap when I'm interested. I'm go so, I want to say a shout out to our boy Dane because we had a little birthday Zoom celebration for yeah, him. Yeah, birthday buddies, me and Dane, apparently. Yeah, so that's it. That's nice. That's the weekend wrap. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. I've been sort of rediscovering some TV shows that were really fantastic in their prime, but probably I didn't get around back in the prime. Ooh, good call. I don't know if you ever done that, sort of watch something later on. Yeah, well, like, I've only just started watching Shit's Creek now. Excuse me? Shit's Creek. Thank you. Um, It is a show that everyone's been telling me for years to watch. I'm only just on the bandwagon now, and I love it. Okay, because... I have been getting around Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, my gosh. Again, it's been a long that, time. That show is the best. It actually is. It's like it's just our go-to as a family now. It's either that or Two and a Half Men. But Two and a Half Ugh. Men we kind of watched back in the day, so it's not really re-watching it later. Everybody Loves Raymond, on the other hand, we sort of didn't really watch as much. Yeah. Oh, I used to watch Everybody Loves Raymond at my nan's house. It used to always be on when we would go over for dinner. And just, oh, it's such a good show. The other ones that I bring to the table, of course, we know that this is on the record already, Californication, mm-hmm. it's a show that I liked. For those who don't know, there was the birthday message from Evan Handler. Aguri. Aguri. And then I recreated it in the same location. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Months later when I went yes. to Italy. Yes. You went to Italy? What? I did. Wow. I actually did, yeah. You really keep that under wraps. Pre-COVID, I was able to get away. Thankfully. And yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'm glad to hear. See, I always go back to Friends. I just, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. I have to watch it every time. It's really nice of you to say, because we're always here for you. Oh, you meant the TV show? Sorry. That's a very Ross thing of you to do. But anyway. I'll I always on. saw myself more of a Joey type. No? Haven't got that uh, X factor? I think you're more of a Chandler, to be honest. Wow. Which is my favourite character. I certainly so. am not because I cannot have a committed relationship like Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> so no How one t- told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> I live for these moments. <laughs> and the other one that I'm a closet watcher of, yep. that 70s Until show. Now. See, I've tried to get into I love that. it. No, yeah. no, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing baby um, Ashton Kutcher and Miller. That's I, really cute. I had a crush on Foreman's girlfriend. The one, the ginger hair that turned into a blonde hair. The oh, Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that other show? No idea. She's in Orange is the New Black. She, she's the one with the glasses. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> TV show revelation right there. I can't remember her name, but... See, you know what came up on the TV the other night? And I was like, what a throwback. The Nanny. Oh. The fashion in that show, I actually, on 0404000736, fight me. Find a show <laughs> that has better fashion on it than The Nanny. My goodness. So good. Fashion? Mm-hmm. All oh, the that... costuming is so, like, even now, it's all back on trend. Come on, Brady Bunch. Here's a story. Yeah. Let's go back that far. The fashion on that was pretty amazing for its time. Yeah, for its time, though. You know what I mean? Like, the nanny and, like, friends, all the fashion that they wore there is now back in fashion. But how about that 70s show? I'm bringing it up again because if you look at the fashion there, they're a show that's from the 70s, filmed in the late 90s, early 2000s, having to wear stuff from that era. Pretty amazing, really. Mind-blowing. Oh, it really is. 
A lot of great shows out there back in the yeah. day. There was even like Will and Grace. I didn't really get around that show, but I'm sure a lot of people did. Anthony Clear and um, Tim Campbell are really across it at the moment. Fra- They're doing... Fraser was there too. Yeah, Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to you. Yeah, that was a good show, actually. And that's where Fraser was born yeah, out of, too. that's why I made that connection. The links, the oh. links out there. There's so many. What about when they did those crossover episodes? I saw the other day, actually, before we go to a break, because we are getting way too nostalgic. Did you know that the Rugrats and Our Real Monsters did a collab? No. They did? Really? Mm-hmm. I saw it on one of my favourite social media platforms. A lot of shows, a lot of networks, though, do crossovers. Nickelodeon yeah. and Disney, all of them. And they do like that really obvious like wink, breaking the fourth wall, being like, ha we're together, look at us. Same with like anywhere, really. They mm-hmm. do crossovers. Every network does it. Yeah. It's good cross-promotion. When it gets interesting is when networks cross-promote with each other, though. Yeah. That's when your mind gets blown, mm-hmm. when they all unite. Because we're all like-minded people in radio and television and all yeah. those mediums, online platforms, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking like I'm, I'm talking on behalf of everyone yeah. there. In summary, media is a melting pot, guys. Yeah. If you're listening and you're like, oh, I'd love to be Carl and Catherine someday, just putting it out there. No, you don't. No, you don't. Pretty <laughs> underwhelming experience. It's 20 minutes past seven on a Monday morning. I was listening to one of my favourite podcasts over the weekend. Well, Carl and Catherine podcast. Well, you obviously. can't go wrong there. Exactly. But when I- it's posted. <laughs> Is that a subtle burn, but not so subtle burn at our producer? Me? Subtle burning? I would never. Never. Anyway, my other favourite podcast I was listening to, and the host was talking to somebody about politics, as people seem to be talking a lot about at the moment. And as she was talking, she was talking about state premiers. And all of a sudden, I hear how she says premiers, and I go, hmm. That's not correct. And she's saying state premieres. State premieres. This is one of Australia's best journalists who is doing this, by the way. State premieres. And over the course of the entire podcast, which was about 30 minutes, I think premieres was said about 30 times. And I'm in one of those, because obviously, loyal fan, I'm in one of the podcast groups on social media, and... After a couple of hours after the podcast aired, all of a sudden I go online and someone who obviously is a fan is doing it out of goodwill, trying to have a laugh, has gone ahead and said, love the interview and <laughs> photoshopped all of our state premiers on a red carpet. Is in right. state premiers. And uh. it just had me reflecting on the words that you just physically cannot say, no matter how hard you try. Because she didn't even realize she was doing it. And I was like, premieres, it's interesting. It is, but it's a word you should be able to say correctly. But that's what I'm saying, though. There's so many words out there because that you cannot say. premieres, as in you premiere something, yeah. is spelt completely differently. Well, it's got an extra E on it. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, but what she's saying is when you make it a plural, instead of premieres, she's going premieres. As in, maybe they should be. You know how there's like a murder of crows? It should be a premieres of premieres. Now you're just getting premiere It's blowing my mind a bit. Yeah, see, I want to know, what are the words that you can't pronounce? I struggle with Hawaii. Uh, what? Hawaii. What? 
that place. I just say Waikiki to get rid of me saying it. I thought it. you were saying the phone brand. You can't say Hawaii. Hawaiian. I Have say another crack. It, I say it funny. Hawaii. <laughs> no, I'm not saying the phone brand Huawei. I'm saying Hawaii. You could say the phone brand in Hawaii. That's amazing. I don't know. I've just struggled with it all my life. I like going to Hawaii. I genuinely had Hawaii. no idea what you were saying. I'm sorry. That's amazing. See, I, in topical news, and I've actually had to write it down because I physically cannot say it off the top of my head, epidemiologist. I cannot say. I can say that. I can't. Epidemiologist. Unless, unless I've got it written down, I cannot say it. The other one, which people have picked up, up on me saying it for ages, which again is so simple, it's like Premiere, is Alan and Alan. You can't say both of them. I can't. Like, unless I actually think, like, if I was to say Alan DeGeneres, I have to actually think Alan. Otherwise, I say Alan DeGeneres, which is a completely different What's the person. difference? Alan and Alan. Alan and Alan. They, they're said exactly the same way. Alan. Alan. <laughs> hey, spell it out to me. You haven't quite got it out right. I think you can do better than See, that. I think you're doing the same thing as I... Alan. Alan. Yeah, Alan. A-N. The emphasis. Yeah. Alan. 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 Exactly. Alan. 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 That's how you distinguish the difference. It's like... How do you... See, now I'm never going to be able to say Alan correctly because Alan, Alan. When, when you spell Stephen with a PH, do you say Stefan or do you say Steve? Can I tell you? Stephen. No, I'm having a shocking time at the moment. In another go. work situation, there is a Stephen Stefan situation. Uh, and I always say the wrong one and now I just call him S. If you're ever unsure how to say somebody's <laughs> name, you just say, how are you, mate? Yeah. Keep it simple. How are you, lovely? Good to see you again, mate. <laughs> or you just wait for somebody else to say it and you're like, mental no. And then because my brain is literally a sieve, I'll forget. And I'm like, oh, no. I love when somebody forgets your name and they have a crack at it. It's like, ah, oh, how are you going? Carl. That's yep, it? Yep, that's it. How are you going? Yep, that's it. Old campaigner? Anyway, let us know based on oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. What are the words you physically just cannot say? Because obviously you're going to have Alan, Alan stuck in your head for the rest of the day. I love those people who try to say only and they say only. <laughs> they put a bit of, I don't know if you notice it, sometimes no. people put a lot of emphasis in the words that they say. And it's not because, from what we understand, they've been taught English any differently. It's just how it comes out. It's like, okay. You say it a little differently. I wouldn't say it that way, but... Righto, Hawaii. Look, that's the one word I struggle over, okay? I've admitted I've come out about it. I've said I've, I can't say it Hawaii properly. Hawaii. I enjoyed visiting Hawaii, though. It was actually quite a nice place to visit. A lot of people there, they, they dance, they sing, they enjoy themselves. And they eat Hawaiian pizzas. Now, we were just conversing off air there. Yesterday is a day celebrated by a lot of people, celebrated a little differently for obvious reasons. But we're talking about how Valentine's has sort of stemmed off to other names as well. It does. Can we just first and foremost, just off the back of the last segment, Valentine's Day. The amount of people yesterday I heard calling it Valentine's. Stop. Valentine's? Please stop. Wow, you're getting very corrective today. No, but it's just, it's one of those like things you hear it and you're like, mm. Was that even the best way to put it? Corrective? I don't think it was. Get I mean, the white out. <laughs> yeah. Can I just take back the last 35 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to correct me. Wait, you already have, sorry. 
Sorry. Bad. Anyway, tell me when all of a sudden people started celebrating Galentine's on Love. Valentine's. Okay, so Galentine's Day, for anybody who wants to know the history behind it, started from just icon Amy Poehler in her show Parks and Recreation. Mm. Where her character Leslie Nope would celebrate on the thirteenth of February, Galentine's Day, where she'd get all the girls together. This is a bit excessive. She'd give them like a bag full of stuff. I think it's like a five thousand word essay on why she loves all of them and like gifts and things like that. But it's just to get the gals together to celebrate each other on Valentine's Day. Now, in this day and age when we're all for equality, if there's a Galentine's, why isn't there a Valentine's? There is a Valentine's. Is you there? just haven't been invited to one. Oh. Well, Way to make me feel even you, better you, about the whole. But I would 14th argue of February. I would argue though, Bianca, that you had a friend Zoom chat on no, the Saturday night. No, That's but your thing Valentine's. is right. <sighs> because technically, you celebrate it on Valentine's Day, being the thirteenth. So therefore, you had a Valentine's Day. I feel like this weekend's made particular t- particularly tougher for people that are single. Oh yeah, a little bit, mm. and it makes me. It triggers me a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Why we'll get. A little deep here. Have you got a phobia of stuffed teddy bears? <laughs> no, Rumpy did the trick for me <laughs> as a child. My, was it Fisher and what was the other? Fisher and Price. That's it. Thank Not you. Fisher and Parker. We've been through Bianco loves these I need, to, I need to get my F and P's together. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> this. Oh, this, this weekend was made a little tough for, for me. Are you crying? Yes. I'm laugh crying. We've lost the plot. Oh, we have lost the plot. Oh, I knew Valentine's was hard, but this is... Oh. <laughs> I think we'll go to a song. We We're are back. back. <laughs> After what unfolded with my F&Ps. If you missed it, it'll be on the podcast. And oh, it's... I think... I think it might be on our socials as well. Yeah, Don't there's, worry. there's every chance. There's every tra- chance that it'll be on. Anyway, look, there's another trend to add to 2021. It's too young already this year. We're only almost at the end of, well, halfway through February. Yeah. So about six weeks into the year of 2021. And, well, this is something I feel like I've already brought up on the show as a thing that might escalate at some point. And it's escalating right now. Oh, dear. It's the reverse bikini. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. It's one of the hottest things of 2021 so far, apparently. Personally, I don't get it. Like, I'm not rocking that look. If people don't know what they're talking about, it's literally where you wear your bikini upside down. So, you're still wearing the top as the top and the bottoms as the bottoms. Let's make that clear. But instead of the the top of the triangle pointing upwards, it's the other way. Is 2021 the year we'll do things backwards? I'm just curious because we we were halted a fair bit last year. Yeah. and Ma- Maybe we're actually in November at the moment. We're actually doing it backwards. It kind like of that. feels it. It oh. feels it. We're bringing out reverse bikinis. Yeah. What other reverse things could we do in our lives? What things could we do in reverse? You can't wear glasses. Well, actually, you can. You can, yeah. you can wear glasses upside down. I wouldn't advise it. You could do a radio show upside down. Can you? Look, I mean, some would say that blood's already rushed to our heads today during the show, but I um, think so. Yeah, I would agree it has. And all because I was triggered by the term (laughs) Galentine's. Not Valentine's, you heard me correctly, Galentine's. Yep. Because it was celebrated. It was celebrated. Yeah. 
Yeah, the upside down bikini is just mm, like if you can rock it, go for it. Imagine but it's just not for me. Instead of reverse parallel parking, you forward parallel park. That would be so much easier. But then again, I pretty much do it anyway. I just nose dive into a park. Do a three point turn the other way instead of that way. Yeah. We drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of driving forwards, you drive backwards on the same side of the road. I would not do well. Imagine that. You can only drive in reverse. Can I tell you, I was at a shopping center a couple of weeks ago that have the electronic gates and I got into one side and went to go through and then realized the gate was broken and I had to reverse all the way out. Yeah, I'm not good at reversing straight. That's not good. (laughs) It is not good. Not good at all. But yeah, interesting. Topsy-turvy. What else is topsy-turvy in 2021? Are you doing anything in reverse the other way that you're used to doing things Look, this year? I don't even remember what it's like living in a normal society at the moment. You know what I mean? Everything was just flipped on its head and I just don't remember what it was like before. Well, I know your new term of 2021 so far. What's that? Flipped on its head. A couple of weeks ago, we played a little game on this show that mm-hmm. went a little something like this. Oh, you mean this game? That's it. The name game. Oh, I like that from you. Thank you. And the last time we played it, obviously we spoke about the guy over in the UK who may or may not have legally changed his name to Celine Dion. (laughs) Has his heart gone on or? He's still Celine Dion. He hasn't changed it. So his heart has still gone on. Good. Anyway, this week I'm bringing a different sort of vibe to the name game. A teenager has posted about her unique family situation this week, asking the internet for advice after revealing she is in quite the spot where she and her stepbrother share the same name. Now. What? This girl, We're talking last name or? No, full name. They have the exact same full name. And I'm going to tell you why. That's unfortunate. So Charlotte writes, my mum and my stepdad dated when they were teenagers In this time, they picked out baby names together. They agreed on a unisex name that they both liked and agreed to give their first child this name. Let's say the name is Charlie. They broke up. Mum had a baby with someone else, my biological dad, and they named me Charlotte, Charlie for short. Meanwhile, mum's ex also met someone, also had a baby, and named their son Charles. Again, calling him Charlie for short. Mum split with biological dad when I was seven. Mm. She reconnected with stepdad when I was 11. Mm. I'm now 16. I live with mum, stepdad, and other Charlie. Mum and stepdad married when I was 14. Mum took his last name and he adopted me. So I have his surname too. I want to know your name. Now, to make this even worse... Charlie and Charlie, who have the same last name, are about to start school in the same form with the same name. So Charles Charlie wants Charlotte Charlie to go by Charlotte so they don't have the same name at school. Watch the actual. No, no, that's another thing we do on the show. (laughs) What is this situation? Can I just say, bold move, 
to if you've discussed baby names with an ex-partner and then both of you have named that child after that conversation. Like, you knew they were going to end up together. Yeah. But how do you fix that situation? Call one Chuck and the other Charlie. Yeah, because that's the thing, but they've got the same last... Like, you'd think at least if they had the different last names. Or, 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 if it's two females, one can be Charlie and one can be Charlene. Yeah, but that's not the problem here. It's Charles and Charlotte. And what Charles is saying is that Charles is a very old name for a 16-year-old. Just call yourself Chuck. No one wants to be called Chuck. Yes, you do. It's 2021, no one's Chuck. Well, then why are some people that are called John called Jack? True. Do we know this about our producer? Is he actually John? His name is John. Producer Producer John. John. (laughs) And that's what we like to call... And he's crazy. A regular feature on our show from now on, apparently. Yeah. It's eight minutes past eight on a Monday morning and returning due to popular requests to have it returning on a Monday morning at eight past eight is this. A little thing we like to call Monday Motivate. Motivate just after eight. Now, if you're tuning in for the first time, the way this typically works, I pick someone that I think is particularly motivational. And you know what I'm doing in 2021 that I didn't do in 2020? Please tell me. I'm coming out with who I'm going with. That is a good call. I'm going to give you a hint. All right. There's every chance what I say to you will be an inconvenient truth. Ooh. Does that give it away? A little bit. Mm. A little bit. But I'll get into the quotes and then you'll probably catch on very quickly. Who well, are you? I'm very Channel open and honest as to who I've chosen. And I've chosen Jimmy Fallon this week. Oh, okay. We need some laughs going into this week, I nice think. Nice one. So let's go with Jimmy's first quote, shall we? Hit me with a Jimmy. Have fun is my message. Be silly. You're allowed to be silly. There's nothing wrong with it. When you have the facts on your side, argue the facts. When you have the law on your side, argue the law. When you have neither... Holla. Is that actually what it is? <laughs> That's actually what it is. It's not bad. Everyone looks so much better when they smile. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Short and snappy. Okay. As human beings, we are vulnerable to confusing the unprecedented with the improbable. In our everyday experience, if something has never happened before, we are generally safe in assuming it's not going to happen in the future. I like it. Thank you. Slightly triggering with the unprecedented, but I'll move right along. Okay. Jimmy says, success is just happiness. When you are happy, that is success. I like this one. No matter how hard the loss, defeat might serve as well as victory to shake the soul and let the glory out. So true. Mm. All right, let's do one more each, I reckon. Cool. You only think of your best comeback when you leave. I'll leave you with this. And I think this is quite a good one. If we don't succeed, we run the risk of failure. Amen. So good. Al Gore, I disagree with the inconvenient truth. I think you only speak off the truth. I wrote a handwritten letter to Al Gore once. He never replied. That's a shame. Pretty rough. That's Monday Motivate for you on a Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. Hopefully, you somewhat feel a little inspired after hearing those quotes. Oh, you would be. Absolutely. Which have been brought to you by one Catherine Power and one Carl Bianco. Through the means of other people. They're not our quotes. Let's just make that clear. Jimmy Fallon and Al Gore. Yeah. You're welcome. Have a good week, fam.
I don't know if you're one for breakfast television when you're not doing breakfast radio. Yes. Every now and then I dabble, mm-hmm. and I couldn't help but notice, but on one of the major television programs during the breakfast time slot, one of the co-hosts has gone missing. What do you mean? Well, Ali yep. has uh, had an unfortunate injury. I saw this. And, you know, thoughts to her, by all means, it's yeah. serious enough where she's out of action for a little while and mm-hmm. had to be replaced by the lovely Layla. Yes. And she's doing a fantastic job. But I couldn't help but think to myself, if one of us was to go down for an extensive period of um, time... Touch wood. Touch wood, we don't. Look, I mean, one of us went down in the first hour, but that's a whole other way. Hey, just because I couldn't say Hawaii properly and my F&Ps just weren't coming out. Anyway, continue. Let's yeah. not trigger him again. No, please, please, please. Maybe I will be replaced after today. <laughs> Colin Tyrus, if you're listening. It'll be Catherine and Jack on Friday oh. again. Maybe I'll have a spell. I think I need one. We've put Bianco out to pasture. It's been a good couple of years. I'm being left to hang. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. But, I, yeah, I, I want to know, do you, have you ever thought about this? If I ever can't be here and, you know, yeah. you don't have Jack, <laughs> you'd do a radio show um, with, yeah. if I got knocked out for a while. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, welcome to KP, just me. Just you. Yeah, just me. I could do it over the phone. Oh, no. Just, no. Then you'd get really tested because you'd have to panel again. Yeah, you know what? Like when I I can panel, but do I choose to? Nah. Capable. I'm capable. But I just choose not to. It's a much easier just sitting here and. Okay, just if you could by. have anybody, put it out there. Anybody. Ooh. This is anyone ever. Yeah. Co-hosting with you. That is a really tough question. You uh, know who? Okay. Do you need some thinking music? You know what I would love? It would be more of a podcast, I think, because they can't do live radio. Me, Amy Politinofo, radio. No, but I'm talking about a realistic show. Like, if somebody actually had to come in here and you possibly could get them here. Not a podcast. Can't be a podcast. It has to be the way we do our show. Okay. Everything, basically everything we do. Yep, yep, yep. They have to do it. This is difficult. Let's go to you first and I'll have a think about it. You've Hmm. really been put on the spot here. You know who I'm a big fan of? Me. Maz Compton. Yeah, as a radio, good. as that's one of good. Australia's greatest radio personalities, yeah. media personalities. Yeah, big call, bit of a big mm-hmm. call. But I've always been a fan of Matt's, and I'd love to do a radio show with her. Oh, well, you've just um, alerted me, Chrissy Swan. I don't know why I didn't think of that straight up. Good, she's the reason why I started radio. Very, me, very Chrissy, good maybe Jane Hall. Ah, okay. I loved that show back in the day. We I'd love to it. do if I do a bit of duo male action. Yeah, I would say probably Jules Lund. Oh, yeah. Bring Jules back into the radio sphere because mm. we're both ex-collegians uh, from a particular college. See who the better of the two is. No, I... <laughs> oh, he's called it. It's pretty obvious who is better. Somebody who's actually progressed and made a living as opposed to somebody who's still on community radio. <laughs> if we're talking frankly. No, I, I, reckon, right. I reckon he'd be great to, mm. to have. Hmm. I'd love to do a show with Margot Robbie. Okay, you said that mine was out of field, the first one. No, she's an Australian. It's a possibility someday. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are not Australian. It doesn't matter. That would be a very difficult task to get them to do a radio show with. A lot of Hollywood stars are coming here at the moment to film stuff. So I could have seriously just called Melissa McCarthy and been like, hey, you know what's going on? And she would have been on a flight here. Oh, Is that where we're at, actually? 
right now. Yeah. You, you... Oh my gosh, it could have been a show Talking Heads and I just talk about every character she's ever played. <laughs> like in depth to the point where I know more than she does. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Goodbye, you. That's a little tease for what's coming in the next few years, guys. <laughs> and now we're going into another episode of A Day in the Life of Catherine. No! No! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But that's interesting from you. Thanks for sharing. Let us know. 0404-000-736. If you had to replace a key person in your life, who would you replace? <laughs> Maybe your spouse is getting a little boring for you off the back of Valentine's Day. Didn't quite work out how you hoped it would He's yesterday. summoning Carl Bianco. Oh, I wouldn't advise that. Then you wouldn't know your F&Ps and Hawaii uh, probably would turn into something else. It's not that phone that I'm trying to talk about. I had a bit of a traumatic experience over the weekend. So, obviously, being in lockdown and being having to stay within my five kilometers, yep. of course, naturally, my dog had to go to the vet on Saturday. Ah, sure. Um, he, obviously, being old, we think he's about 15. Norman, he's a little shelter baby. Um, as dogs get older, they get lumps and bumps all over them. And he's had a little, like, bump on his face for a little while now. And yep. over the last month or so, we've gone to our normal vet. And he said, no, it's fine. It's just like a little growth that he gets from being old. We're like, cool. So anyway, naturally on Saturday, seeing as I didn't have to work because for obvious reasons, Jan comes in and goes, we need to take Norman to a vet because our vet's closed on Saturdays because it appears that the thing on his face has popped and I'm a bit concerned. Disgusting. Now, so we get in the car. We have to go to a different vet. And this vet, it's quite interesting. It's almost like a drive-through vet service because of lockdown. We had to drive there, park in the allocated patient bay. Thank you very much. See my vet. Yep. See my vet. We then had to call the vet to say that we were there. The vet then called us back and we did a phone consult. Then a nurse comes out and takes Norman from us, which is quite a traumatic experience. He goes in, has his appointment. We're sitting in the car waiting for him. And then the vet calls back to tell us what's going on. And he's fine, by the way. Like, he's on some antibiotics. So he wasn't put down? Excuse me? I'm glad. I'm just glad he's okay. Anyway, the vet does ask because Norman has allergies and a lot of medical stuff. So he is very like... What did you feed him? Don't tell me he had a bit of your banana and peanut butter on toast. No, but the thing is, right? So Norman's got allergies and so he has like bits and pieces of his hair. He's got patches where he's missing hair. He might just be allergic to you. Could be. But anyway, the vet goes to me, what breed is he? And we say Jack Russell cross fox terry, which he is. You know what the vet said back? What? He's not crossbred with a crest, is he? Now, if you don't know what the breed Chinese crested is, it is the dog that doesn't have hair. The ones, think Mary-Kate and Ashley, <laughs> New York Minute, the ones that are completely bald. Sorry? With the hair on top. And I've never been more offended in my life. I seriously went into full-fledged dog mum mode and was like, let me in there. This vet needs to hear. Nick is his name. I will never forget it. And then my poor dog comes out and he's having like a personality crisis because all of along he thought he was a Jack Russell cross fox terrier and now apparently he's a balding dog. And it was all just very traumatic for me. But how do you come to the conclusion they're a balding dog when they quite clearly are not a balding dog? Well, Norman is a balding dog because he's got allergies. But there are, bre- there are breeds of dog that are literally bred to not have Hang hair. Hang on. So the vet found the mark that says that he is a balding dog. No, he saw that Norman is balding 
and then asked, is he crossbred with this breed because he doesn't have hair? And I said, how very dare you? And I've been angry about it ever since. Like, it just, I would prefer him to say, am I, Catherine Powell, cross with a balding dog instead of Norman? And I just feel like it's really brought Norman down. It's brought me down. And I just don't know how to come back from this. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to come back from this either. And now every time I see Norman, I just see that breed. And I'm just like, mm. Like, no offense if you've got one, but ugh, yikes. Well, see... I couldn't help but think as soon as you said you had to take Norman to the vet that maybe he'd been in your bedroom where you have all this furniture that you've put together. No. And I was really worried for Norman's sake that he's he's, he's going under like yeah. the, the exercise bike or he's going under a, a table or something he's you've fine. put together and it's fallen on him and it's giving him a little scratch. No, he is all good, guys, aside from the fact that apparently there's more in his DNA than we first expected. And um, it's going to be a long recovery for me. All right, then. Oh, thanks for sharing that Normie's okay. When you get a haircut. Oof, I love it. I love a fresh haircut. Although it's never good when months later the haircut goes wrong. Oh, no. Well, it doesn't necessarily go wrong, but it sort of doesn't end up how you were hoping. It needs a freshen up. Now, a woman in the United States has something has had something happen to her. Involving Gorilla Glue. Now, if you've ever heard of Gorilla Glue, it's one of the strongest glues you can use in the world. Oh, no. And because she had run out of hairspray... Oh, no. She opted for the Gorilla Glue. Why? I don't know. Why not? Maybe. I don't know. I I wouldn't do it. Personally. But she's opted for the Gorilla Glue and she's documented online that she went with Gorilla Glue instead of hairspray... And her hair is stuck together like no tomorrow. The knots that would come out of that is horrendous. It was not a good idea by her. Like, I've got secondhand pain even just thinking about it. Yep. Anyway, she's documented it. It's gone viral. And she's had to have emergency surgery to get rid of the Gorilla Glue off her head. I thought she was just going to have to shave her head. No. Emergency surgery. Had to have emergency surgery. A doctor saw how painful it had been for her. She's had the surgery, thanks to putting the story out there, and now she's okay. What has she had to get done? She had to, like, have it, like, etched off her head, this Gorilla Glue. Very graphic, very disgusting. What, they get a chisel? (laughs) Something like... It's like something from the Ice Age. Well, yeah, something along those lines. I (laughs) Producer Jackson showed me... Yep. Yeah, I've seen an image. Um, Yowch. Yes. To be fair, though, sleekest hair I've ever seen in my life. Well, it does a good job, the Gorilla Glue. See, I'd love to know when you've taken your hair into your own hands <laughs> and decided to do a little change and then your hairdresser's noticed. Um, I don't. I've got a friend, actually, and she hasn't been to a hairdresser in, I think it's she said it was like eight years because she cuts her own hair now. And... She's an inspiration. I couldn't do it. Like I can't. It's just making it even would freak me out. I could physically cut the scissors. See, because when I last went to my barber, I had done a bit of DIY because <laughs> my what? hair was irritating me. It got very long, and so I just got the scissors out at home, and I went snippity snip snip. <laughs> no. Not good. Not advisable. If your hair's too long or it's irritating you, straight to the barber. Yeah. Or get somebody who's qualified to yes, cut your yes, hair. Yes, yes, yes. 
because we are in lockdown at the moment. So Oof. Yeah, don't yeah, the lockdown home jobs, particularly at the moment when it's a shorter lockdown, please do not cut your own hair. Yep. Do it with the bowl. Get the bowl on your hair. Oh. Did I I'm not joking, that's making a comeback and I need to leave this planet. Atrocious hairstyles. There's a lot of them the out there. The fringe is like the really high bowl cut fringe is back. Stop. Yeah, but can you tell me the difference between bangs and a fringe? It's the same thing. Exactly. Typically, if you were to say someone's got bangs, though, they're a little bit longer and choppier. Yeah. So why can women always wear it better than men when it comes to a fringe? Why I, are you thinking getting one? No. I've been there, done that. Circa 010. Well, 010? 10, 2010. <laughs> It was the year 10. (laughs) And Carl emerged from his cave and showed off his fancy new friend. The reason I said 010 was because I was thinking of 2009 and then I said... (laughs) And his friend in the year 10 laughed so hard they fell off their dinosaur. Well, they laughed so hard, but for other reasons. Before, Bianco, you were talking about shows that from, you know, that were a little bit older that you've rediscovered. Yeah. And one that I've always loved is Sex in the City, of course. I'm out. And obviously... You lost me at sex. There is a new... Um, there's a reboot coming of Sex in the City. Yeah, so I hear. Um, already facing a little bit of um, controversy. First of all, it's not called Sex in the City. What's it called? It's called And Just Like That. Because that's obviously a phrase that Carrie Bradshaw uses. <laughs> well, see, I've come up with an alternative title. What's that? Hush Mukundi in the lane yards. Back? No? Okay. What? It's just a variation of Sex and the Cindy. Go on. Anyway. Poor joke. Um, so, anyway, there has been, obviously, the controversy surrounding Kim Cattrall, who played Samantha Jones in the show, yep. having a very um, feisty fight with Sarah Jessica Parker, which... Sarah Jessica Parker actually hasn't responded to. Is she going to be in this new series? Well, this is the problem. Yeah, okay. see, that's so what I thought. They were going to shoot a Sex in the City third film, and then this little tiff has come up, and Kim's just like, I'm not doing it, that's it. So they've decided now to write it as a, sort of a nod to New York and you know the COVID crisis that they had there, and I think it's an eight-part TV series, uh. not called Sex in the City. But the writers have come out this week because everyone's wondering how are they going to either replace Samantha, which was the initial plan, or, you know, write into the script that she's not yeah, there. Yeah, but SJP is the star of that show. She is. I'm sorry. Doubt. But you can't but, have a remake and not have her in it. No, well, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Oh, she it's is. Sa- Samantha's not in it. So her character's not in it. Samantha, yeah, so Kim Cattrall plays Samantha. Oh, sorry. Samantha isn't going to be in it. Of course, Carrie Bradshaw is going to be in it. But they're wondering oh, how Car- are they oh, going to write Samantha out. I told you you lost me at sex. You did. <laughs> anyway, it's turned out the writers have decided they just want to make it as realistic as possible. And it's kind of shocked everybody because they're just going to say that Samantha is no longer friends with the group. And that kind of just ruins everything. It sounds like they've just been watching Real Housewives. Yeah. Like, why can't they just say, oh, she's gone on a trip or she's, you know, doesn't live in New York anymore? There's something for you. Why couldn't they got one, get one of the people from the Real Housewives that are, is an actress? What's that one? She was on Phil of the Future. She's on Real Housewives. I don't know. Do you I... know who I'm talking about? Nope. You know the mum in Phil... Anyway. No. See, now all of a sudden I seem like I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> to this particular item that I said you lost me at. Yeah, but it's just so interesting because 
it's going to change the whole dynamic of the piece itself from the original series, I would say. Like, it's almost like, remember in Neighbours, when Declan decided no longer to be Declan, so they just brought a new Declan in, and that Declan just didn't hit the same, and then everyone yeah. hated Declan. It's like that. Yeah, but you can't replace a character with somebody, like, have the same character played by somebody else. Well, that's what they were saying with Samantha. But at the same time, though, can she, the character, have a better exit? Kill the character off. So simple. Well, as that's that. what people were saying online. They would have preferred Samantha to actually cark it than her not oh, to be friends with the group. That's actually what people that's are saying. That's a really bad way to put it, cark but, it. But that's literally what people are saying. They would much rather really? Samantha so, have passed away than not be friends with the group anymore. <laughs> on the streets of New York, where they hear news that Sex in the City's come back, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just reckon she should have carked it. They yeah. just, they, because that group of women is so iconic and Samantha is probably the most popular character in that series. If she had a character, it would have made more sense. And they're just saying, they no. Either she's gone on holidays. Some people said that um, it could have been a topical exit for Samantha, which obviously we don't want that to happen. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, she's just not friends with them anymore and my life is over. When I read it, I almost had an out-of-body experience. Thanks for sharing that with us. I want to know when something at home is irritating you and it might be broken and you've tried to fix it and how you've fixed it. Well, this is a bit concerning. Because <laughs> let's just say something has been working very poorly. Well, actually, it's been working very well, but it's been irritating the house. Okay. I'm not talking about Fifi. No. I could never talk about Fifi like no. that. I'm not talking about like cicadas outside. I'm not talking about the microwave breaking or the kettle making a funny noise or... This isn't turning personal, is it? Anything like that. No, no. Well, I'm not trying to make it personal. Uh-oh. So anyway, we've got an oven. Yeah. And it's a great oven. Served us well. I think we, it was put into the house a couple of years into us living. Anyway, besides the point. Yep. It has a timer on it. Oh, dear. But it's an old-fashioned yeah. timer. It's like, you know one that has a good alarm, like a ticky, yeah, yeah, like yeah. ting, ting, yeah. that kind of, anyway, <laughs> I think it might have been a flaw in the design of this oven that the timer just randomly goes off. Oh, no. Yeah. It just randomly goes no. off. No. Anyway, we've thought over the years that we've managed to patch it so that it doesn't go off. Yeah. And then randomly, all of a sudden, it started ticking again. Like, annoying tick. You sure that's not like a spiritual tick. thing? Well, it could be. I'm happy to be convinced otherwise, but mm-hmm. just ding. That's ding. perfect, though, if someone has a good idea. Ding. ding. No, but it was annoying. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us how you really feel. No, it was, it was, it's a really annoying thing to have to put up with, the ding. Like, it's worse than a microwave ding. It's a slightly lighter ding. Sounds quite pleasant, actually. No, it's not pleasant when you hear it every five minutes because you... Five? Oh, okay. Every five minutes. Well, because you you turn back the little, what do you call it? Turn knob. back time. Twist the knob on the timer so that it, it's turned to time at, for a particular time, if that made any In sense. In summary, time. Time. <laughs> anyway, it kept ticking and ticking and ticking every time someone would get up to try and fix it. We got to a solution, though. Oh, yeah? Just rip the oven out the wall? No, not quite. Something along the lines, though, that was a somewhat violent approach to fixing the issue. <laughs> Dad got up, 
said, I'm sick of this thing, went smash. What? Just punched it. And Are it- you serious? <laughs> Is he okay? He's fine. He punched it and it cracked the glass of the <laughs> of the watch. Oh, it's not the- he hasn't cracked the oven. It's no, no. Just the- <laughs> no, the oven's fine. But he solved the problem with the... Wow. With the timer on the oven. So I'd love to know when something's irritated you in the household. That you've just gone Hulk smash. <laughs> Pretty much. If you've ever seen my dad, he has the ability to do a great Hulk wow. smash. Wow. And that's what he's done. Wait, so what are you going to do now? Are you just going to use your phone to time stuff? Well, we never used it as a timer anyway. Oh, okay. It was never used for its purpose. Time after time. Unless you're that. It's one, he had one job to tell the time. That's probably what it was, you know. It's one job was to tell the time and mm. you guys didn't use it to do its one job. So it's like, well, I'm just going to go off whenever I want. Pretty much. And that's what it did. Respect your clocks, guys. They have faces and emotions. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm, Couldn't have feelings. said it better myself. Thank you. Anyway, let us know anyway on the socials probably now because it's near the end of the show. When did you smash your clock? Pretty much. Have you smashed a clock before? Uh, would you call that a real time cruncher? That's not bad by you. Thank you. I'll give you that. Thank you. Hey, have you learned anything today? I've learned a lot. Um, first off the bat is that you cannot say Hawaii for the life of you. I'm sorry about that. That was incredible. I also learned that um, sometimes we bring content that just hits the feels a little bit. It really did. And I'm not sorry. No, you're a man who wears his heart on his sleeve. Thank you for that. What have you learned today? I've learned that you take joy in telling us that Sex in the City is coming back. Yep. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's about it, really. Oh, good. I'm really glad that I brought hard-hitting content to the table, as always. Always. We're out of here. We are. We'll see you Friday from 4 o'clock. Have a wonderful week. Have a great week, Bayside. Stay safe. And get outside in your backyards and enjoy the sun, because it's going to be a great week weather-wise. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.